there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute a podcast about conspiracies. I'm Salty. I'm Luke. I'm Cam. <laughs> I got that, that guy. <laughs> I, I, I thought about gesturing to you and you right. just did it already. Uh, uh, I was primed and ready to go. Yeah. Robbo or Luke, if you prefer. Yep. Uh, what's on the agenda this week? We are talking about Alex Jones. Yep. I keep thinking to say Bill Hicks. Yep. Bill Hicks's name is just fucking embedded in my mind. Mm. And you can't separate the two. I can't separate yeah. the two. Uh, who's Alex Jones? Who wants to tackle this? I think Cam should tackle the who is Alex Jones because I I know who he is, but and I've I've done my my work for this podcast for today. Yep. But in terms Goldstar. of who he is, I'm like I, I've never really got into his videos or watched any of his stuff. So he's a conspiracy theorist broadcaster. Mm-hmm. He got his start on like public access television, mm-hmm. sort of like Channel 31. Mm. Right. But they were like. It's a Melbourne specific <laughs> channel. No, Brisbane as well. Oh, really? Yeah. And yeah. they had some sort of equivalent in Sydney. Yeah. But are they all called Channel 31? This yeah. is so irrelevant. 31, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's like the Wayne's world of conspiracy theories. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like Channel 31 if instead of having the fish. Yeah. They're like, let's get a guy yelling about the Bilderberg group. Yep. What's the fish? That might be a Melbourne thing. Oh, so like when they have, instead of just having a black screen or, or whatever, when right. there's no or programming. The bars. The bars. They have a fish. Fish. Right. Um, a fish cam. How am I supposed cam. to calibrate my screen off of a fish? What did they have on in the off hours of uh, Channel 31 in Brisbane? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Oh. Yeah, there's nothing That's on. That's why it died. <laughs> uh, so. Got to start public. It was in the nineties, early nineties. Yeah, yes. grunge was big. Yep. Uh, Hypercolor t-shirts were all the rage. Yeah, mm. the militia movement was starting to take militia off. Militia movement was also taking off. You know, Ruby Ridge, Waco. Ruby Ridge. Yep. All that stuff was going on. Yep. The time was ripe for a young man to, you know, have a public access television show. Anyone could do it. Yeah. Mm. You just had to go down there. Like, uh, if it's anything like community radio, I'm. I mean, I'm sure like. It was on in Austin, Texas, yeah. public television. So maybe there was like a little bit of a queue. It'd be like Triple R. You know, yeah. it's not impossible to get a, a midnight shift at Triple R. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gearing I was gearing up a bunch of public radio like 
rants that I was going to make, but I won't. Let's okay. just keep going. So he got this gig. Yeah. Uh, he has since parlayed it into a huge multi-million dollar media empire. Yeah. Uh, Infowars.com. Yep. Prisonplanet.com. Yep. Which I think are basically just the same thing. Yeah. He makes a huge amount of money mm. from supplements, mm. which he sells. And gold. It's mainly the supplements. Okay. So there was a, just this weekend, someone wrote an article, I think it was on BuzzFeed, mm. which was just sort of working out about how much he makes from supplements mm. every year based on publicly available information. I think they came up with something like over $10 million a year selling these supplements. Cheebus. Wow. Infowars as a production mm. pretty slick. Yeah, it's super slick. Like it, you look at it now, it's like, like a, new, a news show. Compared to before, it was yeah. like it used to be a lot less slick. Mm. It's When it started out on public access television, it wasn't very slick. Even just a few years ago, mm. uh it wasn't that slick, but it's a radio show is the other thing. Yeah. It, just they film it yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. And live stream it. Yeah. So, yeah, in the 90s, I think his first big break was his uh, Bohemian Grove expose. Mm-hmm. Like he no, it, Waco was his first thing, wasn't oh, it? Oh, it was Waco's first Yeah, thing. yeah. So he went along to Waco and like helped re- helped rebuild the the church. That right. was happening for a while there. Uh, Bill Hicks also went to Waco. I was going to say, are you talking about Alex Jones or Bill Hicks? Both. <laughs> They were both there. Yeah. Uh, di- ever- different times. Right. Never in yeah, the same never way. Never in the same room. <laughs> never seen them in the same way. It's the bloody Superman conundrum. <laughs> for, yeah. pe- for people that don't know, Luke. Yes. Like we're 90s kids. Yep. So we love Waco. But millennials are going to be like, Waco? What's that? Is that like a, a Wilco tribute band? <laughs> first, and even then they'd be like, what's Wilco? <laughs> firstly, I, firstly, I don't know if I'm super... <laughs> I'm super okay with saying we're 90s kids, we love Waco. (laughs) Waco is a horrible example of police and militarization of domestic policing in America. Yeah, it's a good thing they learned their lesson from that. Yeah. Uh, So the Branch Davidian cult was stockpiling a bunch of weapons, but basically not really doing anything else than that. They had a meth lab at one point apparently. Yeah. Which they uh, dismantled. So they were angry that they were being accused of having a meth lab after they dismantled it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, not angry about the weapons because they had a lot of weapons. Yeah, like, fair enough. We've got a lot of weapons. Yeah. But they, they were stockpiling them for the apocalypse. Yes. It wasn't and like they were stockpiling them to like start a race war. And the Ruby Ridge had happened like a year before or two years before where mm. basically someone who like wanted to go and chill out with his family in the middle of nowhere Yeah. also stockpiled some guns. And well, hang out with some white supremacists. He, that was less that he'd stockpiled guns. He um, What kicked off Ruby Ridge was that uh, he'd like filed down a shotgun for yes. an undercover agent. Yeah. But it was like, it was one of those things where someone was like, oh, hey, buddy, can you file the shotgun down for me? Yeah. He's just like a bloke. Yeah. He's not going to be like, oh, no, that's not regulation. Yeah. He knew, but he did it anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He totally knew, but he was, he was like, look, blokes help out blokes. Yeah. I'll help out you. You know, I'll go hang out with the Aryan Brotherhood and we'll just have smash some beers and file down some shotties. No beers, Aryan Brotherhood, uh, the, they weren't drinking at the time. Right. So he used to like get kicked out of their little meetings because he had beers. Yeah. But anyway, he was still going to smash some beers. He was going to smash beers. So what happened was basically but he they- was just, He was just chilling with them. He probably was super racist. 
No, I don't think he was from what I've read. He, like he wasn't Aryan Brotherhood racist. Yeah. You've got to be a little bit like base level racist to hang out with the Aryan Brotherhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. think so. You've got to condone it in some way. <laughs> you got yeah. to not care. But I mean, I think he was just a weirdo. He just wanted to hang out with his buddies. Weirdo living in a small weirdo area. Yeah. And so like the only people hanging out to get hang out with mm. are going to be pretty crazy. So he just happened to choose the Aryan Brotherhood. Yeah, and the thing that kicked off Ruby Ridge was when they came to arrest him, they like shot his kid. <laughs> yeah, they shot yeah, they shot his dog and his kid. Yeah. And, and then, then left their bodies lying outside. Yep. To yeah. like make him come out. And that'll then, that'll trigger you. Yeah, then they it didn't really do anything. They just kind of sieged him, shot his wife. Uh and then yes, it was a siege for a few days. So that was not ideal. A lot of the cops involved in that were also at Waco. Yeah. Uh same sort of thing. Basically, a standoff that just for some reason they just get on escalating it. Yeah. Like you got a standoff, cool. Let's just kind of play, let's see how this plays out. Instead, they got tanks, like actual tanks, to go in there, and it kind of culminated after days of sort of gunfights and skirmishes, and then f- using tanks to fire and tear gas. Yeah, which and then, started a fire. Yeah, yeah, which they claim didn't start a fire, but it clearly did. Yeah. Um, and then, then everybody died. A whole bunch of people died. It was a horrible, horrible thing. I think 70, 70 or 80 people died, including a lot of kids. Uh, so Waco was not a great thing. And you could see why people such as an Alex Jones would see that as the government trying to take us over. Well, Because they were literally trying to destroy people. He was already onto that. Yeah. Apparently a lot of his early like sort of political stuff was inspired by this book called None Dare Call It Conspiracy, mm. which was by a journalist called... Uh, Gary Allen, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically just laying out that there's this conspiracy of elites. This might sound familiar mm-hmm. if you're living in the year 2017. Mm-hmm. There's like a conspiracy of elites to control uh, politics through things like the Trilateral Commission and the mm. banks and the Federal Reserve. That's where all that stuff comes from. Mm. And notable for when I was started reading about this book, like, I don't know, 15 years ago, there was like none of it was online except for like a bit of the preface, which was by some senator. Right. And you'd read it and you'd be like, I think there's like sentences missing. But I was just looking now and like you can buy it as an ebook, So hmm. that's progress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that kind of comes to the point of why Alex Jones has become so popular because when you look at him and what he says, it's on the level of other people we've talked about in the past, such as a PK. Yeah where he just looks at things and just makes up a a crazy assumption and then just yells it until people believe him. And he's, he's probably charismatic enough for people to, to, you know, to be, I guess, triggered some, trigger something and people go, Oh, okay. This guy's telling it like it is. So yeah. Waco was his first big sort of thing. Yep. Then a few years after that, he put out a video about the Bohemian Grove. Mm. So Bohemian Grove, if you don't know, is a meeting of elites again, yep, like uh, captains of industry, yep, presidents, yeah, politicians, politicians. all sorts. It's of a men's thing, right? Yeah, it's. I've heard it described as a, just a frat party for rich white dudes. Yeah, but it's a, a frat party. Thing. It's a men's thing because they get their dicks out. Do they get their dicks out? Yeah, like they they just piss everywhere. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. They're just peeing on trees because they're out drinking and partying, right? Yeah, so it's it's in this grove out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, they just basically get smashed and they yeah. do. I don't know, fucking trust circles or whatever. Also, my my dad um, was in the, in hindsight, racistly named Savage Club. Yeah. Uh, the logo was like a Maori warrior guy. And this and wasn't like a Maori 
pride no thing. no it's called the savage club and yeah. my dad is white yeah probably started out horribly racist by the time other people came along it just it just became a drunk like they just go and get drunk yeah. and do little skits yeah really lame like you know monty python kind of influenced British kind of comedy skits. They weren't like burning corks and painting their face and stuff? No, 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 no. There was no blackface. There might have been at some point. I'm not, it would not seem out of place. 100% there was blackface. <laughs> when it I started and it was a horribly racist thing, definitely yeah, there was blackface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it, ultimately it was just a bunch of white men getting drunk and making really, really shitty jokes. Yeah. And, and doing I, blackface. And doing blackface. Uh, and I feel like Bohemian Grove is just kind of the rich American version of that kind yeah. of thing. So it's like that. But they also they do this thing called the cremation of care. Yep. So it's a ri- little ritual mm-hmm. sort of production. It's basically Burning Man. Yeah. It's Burning Man for rich people. Yeah. Burning Man but with way less drugs. They they make up this big water now yep. and they burn it. Yeah. And it's like burning away all your cares and then you're free to get smashed with the president. And just piss on piss on a tree. Oh, fuck, that'd be awesome. Yeah, sounds like a great time. Yeah. <laughs> so this had been like, I think this was like a really local conspiracy thing up until Alex Jones got onto it. Mm. Like there were a few locals that cared about it because, you know. I just want to go for a walk in the woods and all these rich cunts have been out there pissing on my trees. Yeah. yeah. It's, what, it's one of those things. It's like all of these secret society things where it's like, oh, like the Bilderberg group where it's like, oh, it's post-World War II. We want to have a way to meet up where we can talk freely and, you know, avoid another world war. And have no woman around. Yeah, but we can't tell anyone about it. So it gets this air of mystique, which they love as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> like ma- Mainly if only locals, a few locals had cared about it. There was like the local crackpot writing the local paper. Mm. Alex Jones got onto it though and he saw you know, red, and he snuck in with, I think, uh, John Ronson. Mm. He writes about it in his book, Them. Yeah. But uh, Alex Jones also filmed the whole thing on, like, a really bad video and he put out, like, this shit video. It's, like, really, like, I guess probably, when when did he do that? Like, early 2000s? It was, like, 97, I think, maybe. So, like, shaky, shaky handheld camera. Yeah. Low light, nighttime. Yeah. Trying to film a fire. Also in the book Them by John Ronson, he describes how John Ronson's method for infiltrating Bohemian Grove was to just dress like a wanker yep. and walk in. Yeah, he, he literally just walked in yep. and, and just kind of wandered around. Alex Jones like scouted the perimeter and like <laughs> crashed in through the bush <laughs> and snuck in. Um, just a, a quick sidebar on Bohemian Grove. Uh, started in like the 1870s. Um and basically it's like kind of an artist's kind of a thing. Yeah. Again, networking, trying to, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Anyway. But so he did that. He put out that video, which I think was pretty successful. Yep. Uh, he also did some stuff about the Bilderberg group at around the same time. And I think sort of one of the things that really propelled him from just being – like if you just put out those videos and he just put it like been talking about the Bilderberg group, whatever. Mm. I don't know if he would have been gotten that big. But the other thing that was going on is that if back then, if you went to the newspaper and were like, "Oh, the Bilderberg," like if a journalist was like, "I want to write about the Bilderberg group," I want to put an article in the paper about it, mm. they would say, "We're not going to publish that 
because that's not even real. Mm. That's just a crazy conspiracy theory. Yeah. That there's even this meeting. Yeah. And so I think that is really what helped him along. So that kind of if you know you're on the right thing because uh, they're trying to suppress the information. Yeah, like that, some of the stuff he was talking about mm. was real mm. or was like a real, was based on real things Yeah, and the mainstream media would deny that those real things even existed. Also it's not really newsworthy. Like in terms of a day-to-day newspaper operation, Yeah, the fact that a Bilderberg group exists... Like what's the what's the story there? Well, okay, the story. Let's say on the day that they meet, yeah, the story can be fifty of the most powerful people in the world are meeting in our in our town today. Yeah, yeah. So if it's in your, but it has to be in your town at the time it's happening. Or you know, the Bilderberg Group is meeting this this week. It's you know the annual meeting of the the most important people in the world to decide the fate of the world. Yeah, but so you're saying that's not newsworthy at all? Well, in terms of like, you're saying <laughs> that the existence. Of such a <laughs> In terms of day-to-day and even a small – like The Age, for example. Yeah. The Age isn't going to do a report on something that's happening in Europe. Aren't they? Maybe in the international section? In the international thing. Someone else is going to write it in that small town local paper. Could we have in the international section of The Age – Yeah. Not this week. Yeah. Because we're on strike. Yeah. But could we have, you know, the in brief yep. sections where it's like, oh, you know – 100 people dead in Mosul, Yep. you know, 200 people dead in Syria. Yep. Then just a tiny little thing. Oh, it's the Bilderberg meeting this this week. Yep, we is could. That, was that That's ac- okay. Is that acceptable? That is okay. Okay, well, they wouldn't even let them print that. Okay. Because <laughs> they're like, we can't print that because the Bilderberg group doesn't exist. Yeah. There's no group. Yeah. And so my point is I think the fact that they denied that at all really propelled it along. Then came 9-11. Yeah, and, that probably and, helped and as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick aside before I forget about it. Uh, the John Ronson book, Them, uh, I think I can't remember the subtitle. Adventures but with Extremists. There you go. Uh, that chapter and the whole thing is a really good read. I can highly recommend that if you're interested in it. Should movies. we read it from the top through to the bottom? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like a normal book. <laughs> then 9-11 happened. The internet was kind of becoming more for normal people and less for weirdos that like the internet. Yeah. Uh, and I think that kind of helped because he denies that 9-11 happened. Yeah. Or Do you know if he's lie hop or my hop? Sorry? Do you know if he's lie hop or my hop? Oh, is this an internet thing I can't? Jesus Christ. Are you serious? Are we doing conspiracy theory podcasts, Salty? What is someone who doesn't know the difference between lie hop and my hop? What is this going to shuffle over here next to Robert? What's lie hop and my hop, Cam? Lie hop. Let it happen on purpose. Okay. My hop. Made it happen on purpose. Oh. Although you can say... Made it happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Made it happen on purpose. <laughs> uh, so those are the two strains of thoughts in 9-11 conspiracy theorism. Yes. So I don't actually know his stance on 9-11. I haven't really looked it up. Do you know his stance on 9-11? I'm pretty sure he thinks it didn't happen at all. Really? I don't know. Can you, can you find out quickly? Yeah. Let's, that's something we should be across. Alex Jones, uh, he is say, says it's an inside job. Is, is I think his kind of stance. So that's, um, a, that's a my hop. That is a my hop. I think like a lot of these things, he probably jumps from theory to theory and has yeah other other people that you know might say something. My hop is like the jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Mm. Sort of. mm. Mm. Okay, so nine eleven happened. Yeah, and then he kind he's kind of stayed at that plateau, right? Like probably slowly building up steam, but not really 
taking off huge. Yeah. To the now he's like to the extent that he is now. Mm. Uh, BuzzFeed articles, mainstream news articles about him pretty regularly now. Having the president on his show. Having the president on his show. Has he had the president actually on his show? Uh, he had him on before okay. the election. Mm. I'm, I'm assuming you mean Barack Obama. He's a big fan of Barack <laughs> Obama. Uh, he was also part of the Barack Obama Bertha movement. Yeah. I don't know if he started it, but he was. I think a, he, he amplified it. He was something he said that triggered that, right? Well, there was a couple of things that Trump said recently that basically traced back to Alex Jones' radio show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he started it, but yeah, he amplified it a lot. Yeah. So that was big. And also, I mean, Obama being elected was after 9 11, probably the best thing that could have happened to him mm. because it really drove a lot of people fucking nuts. That there was a black guy in the White House. Um, he's all about the FEMA camps as well. He was big, big proponent of the Obama's going to put us all in FEMA camps. Uh, and then buddy Donnie gets in, Donnie Trump, mm. and suddenly he's the. He was also he was big into Sandy Hook, but as we discussed in a previous episode, he's gone off that. I saw some video of him saying, kind of going off it, but also saying. Like, oh, you know, if they did die, then yeah. it's really sad and I'm a parent, you know, it's, it's really tragic. Yeah. But, like, they probably did it was kind of what he was intimating. So going off it is, is yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the thing is Obama's election really helped him. In the last, the last eight years it's gone crazy. Yeah. I remember a few years ago, I think, but I think the real thing that's turned around recently in terms of production value is the supplements thing. Yes. Because I remember a few years ago they did like a Kickstarter sort of thing to like build a new studio. Right. And it's like they don't need to do that anymore. Not on $10 million a year bank. Yeah, yeah. No. The supplement bank. Okay, so we know who he allegedly is. Yeah. Now who is he really? Yeah, well, that's the question. Bill Hicks, Bo Bridges. I never found that Bo Bridges thing. Oh, it was so flimsy. It was right. like something just like, is he Bo, Br- Bo Bridges? No, because Bo Bridges is way older and still alive. Who was saying this? Uh, just some random video. Was it in a transvestigation? It was not a transvestigation. I didn't dive into the transvestigation. Uh, if you're not sure what we're talking about with transvestigation, jump back to the start of this podcast because <laughs> we could all show on it. <clears throat> so some of the evidence about him being Bill, Hook, Bill Hicks. Yeah. Basically... He looks a lot older than he is. Yeah. Uh, supposed to be 41. Yeah. Which well, is no, only a few years older than I am. Yeah. And I don't like to think that I look close to being as old as Alex Jones. Yeah, if someone said he was 58, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that seems about right. Yeah. yeah. Bill Hicks, I think, would have been 54 now. Yeah. If you look at him that in tracks. the – If you look at Alex Jones in yeah. the 90s when he's, like, starting, yeah. he looks so baby-faced, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just the bloody weight of – the, the truth new, of the New World Order has <laughs> aged him. There was that other guy who was doing videos about aliens and we watched two videos and in between them it was like two years or something and he just aged incredibly. <laughs> it's like, wow. So John Ronson interviewed on the, the TV mm. said if uh, Alex Jones was sort of less crazy, he'd be the new Bill Hicks. Yeah. And so that, I think I don't know if that started it but – uh, there's a lot of comparisons to the two that look similar. They both went to Waco. Mm. Bill Hicks died and then was birthed. Yep. Or started to take off. Yeah. Um, or maybe he was just a character that uh, Bill Hicks had been doing. And well, he's the, like, I'm sick of doing, you know, not that great stand up. 
Yeah. I want to move into just straight yelling. Yeah. Which is sort of where I'm going anyway. Yeah. Uh, and like his big Bill Hicks is two big specials. <laughs> yeah. Like Re- Revelations and something else. Can't remember the name of the other one. Yeah. Bill Hicks Live. Yeah. Well, there was there was two that were like similar, similarly named. I remember. And I remember being a nineteen man. Yeah. Maybe a twenty man. Yeah. And loving it. I was so on board with his fucking anger at everything and yeah. his comedy, and I was fucking like all over it. If you ask me who my favourite comedian was back then, I would have been like Bill Hicks. Today, no. I go back and watch it. I'm like, this is just not funny at all. It's because we're so used to like telling someone to kill themselves. It's been done to death now. Yeah. I mean, he was a pioneer of that. Yeah, now it's just cyberbullying. <laughs> it's, not, it's not premium stand-up quality, <laughs> you know, HBO special stand-up. Um, it's not annoying he was a trailblazer in telling people to kill themselves. They both had the same producer on their documentaries they made. Really? Kevin, Kevin Booth. Yep. Yeah, well, that guy, there's, there's a video of him with Bill Hicks at Waco mm. and that guy is now Alex Jones' producer. Right. Mm. Um, they joke around a lot off camera and stuff about. He he does quite often say that I am uh, Bill Hicks yeah. to like make a joke of it. Yeah. Yeah. And but apparently he hates it. Yeah, yeah, you can see it, it irritates him. And it is hilarious because it's exactly what people he does to everyone. Just to jump ahead, yeah. making fun of it yeah. is exactly what the NWO does though. Ah. According to Russian vids. Mm. Yeah. You know, like it's mockery. It's mockery of, in our face, mockery of the fact that this is true. Could we be getting paid for this then? Yeah, 100%. NWO, get at us. Yeah. We'll send you our deets. We need to start a Patreon so it doesn't look sus. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll launder it somehow. Yeah. Bitcoins. Yeah. Yep. I did see a uh, um, footage of Bill Hicks doing some stand-up near the end. He was not looking – he died of cancer, so he wasn't looking great. Uh, and he did a little – he did an Australian accent. He'd been in Australia and while Waco was happening and he was like, you know, all these Australians uh, are saying, why is this person so crazy? And when he said it, he did, oh, why is this person so crazy about the Waco guy? Yeah. Um there's a little connection to Australia there with Bill Hicks. And other than that, uh, they kind of look alike but not really. There's a lot of videos where they compare their teeth. Yeah. There's a shot of Alex Jones going, bearing his teeth. Yeah. And there's Bill Hicks was always going. A little fish hook maneuver. And they, yeah, he's doing a few. And they, they, they've, people have taken the two pictures and superimposed them. And to be fair, their bottom teeth, Yep. Are exactly the same. They line up exactly <laughs> the same. Even where, like where one's crooked, yeah. it's crooked in both of their mouths. Interesting. And they both have a gap between their two top front teeth. So when you look at those videos, you go, oh, they actually do have like exactly the same teeth. Yeah. They both had two moles on the side of their neck in exactly the same spot. Uh, yep. They always point that out. Um, their you- eyes, they have this droopy eye thing going on. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the other thing is what we found is like – the Alex Jones' Bill Hicks thing is heavily memed. Yes. Like it's – I think there'd be a lot of people listening who would be like, oh, yeah, that classic joke yeah. that no one actually takes seriously. But there are people that do <laughs> take, take it yes. very yeah. seriously. <laughs> Did you find anything else about Alex Jones's teeth? No. You mean the video you sent? Seems like a leading question. I'm leading you into oh, the – Oh, his, his lizard teeth. Oh, it was a leading question. Yeah, it was okay. a leading question. I thought you meant just that they looked similar. No, he has lizard teeth as well. Okay, I and mean, that's huge. Because he's – like we're not – you guys aren't glazing over the fact that he's actually reptilian, are you? 
Wait, was Bill Hicks also reptilian? Or he has, to be. A, he has to have Okay, been. okay. So he uses reptilian powers to face change. Yeah. Except for his teeth. Yes. I think when he gets angry, he must not be able to camouflage his teeth. Okay. The, this guy, reptilian resistance. Yep. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like reptilian re- resistance. The, I'm guessing a YouTuber. YouTuber. I'm guessing he, he has a theme across his uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. videos. He has a, he's a British guy. That he, he has this little video showing Alex Jones uh, talking frame by frame in the most bloody low quality covered in artifacts bit of video you can imagine. And as he opens his mouth and the, the smooth gradient of slight changes of color in red within someone's mouth, which just doesn't show up really good on video. No, red in a low never bit shows rate, up good on video. Yeah. Is all jiggity jaggedy. Yeah. He's like, look. There's his sharp pointy lizard teeth inside there. Quote, it's like a spiked cavern in there. A spiked cavern. And he also is talking, blah, blah, blah. I'm not sure what the frame rate of the video he's going by is. But there's one point where he's talking and then he kind of just says something that a sound or a shape with his mouth where his tongue flicks out for like a second. Yeah. And he pauses on that frame and he goes, look, the frame before that, his mouth's open and his tongue's way at the back of his mouth. And now look, his little lizard tongue comes out. His little lizard tongue. And he thinks it's coming out between his lip and his teeth. Which is where lizards keep their tongues. Yeah, obviously. So he goes on about that. He's obviously a reptilian. That was a, that was a small thing. I thought I'd maybe get into a big rant about that, but that was only a little thing. The bigger rant comes when you talk about someone who we haven't spoken about on the podcast for a long time. Mm-hmm. Robbo mentioned a bit of a bit of a mention of transvestigations. Yep. Our friend Apostle Laura Lee. I remember Apostle Laura Lee. Yeah. She is on the Bill Hicks and Alex Jones are the same person train. Yeah. And she has a full two-part transvestigation on Bill Hicks. Okay. I only watched the first part. How long How long is her – have you got two parts? How long? Uh, I think the first part was like 15 minutes maybe. Because like as, as we learned in the episode three, I think, of, our, of this podcast, the transvestigations are literally just going, could be a woman? Yeah. yeah. Could well, be no, hers aren't could. Hers are you're looking at a female. Okay. Yeah. That jawline is a female jawline. You're looking at a female. It's not how things work, but that's. No. So she says that. Um, it only goes the other way, right? Yeah, yeah. At the start of this video. <laughs> we see a man jaw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At the start of this video, she puts up a photo of a, a female to male trans. Uh, what do they call it? Person. Yeah. When they. they uh, <laughs> transition. Transition. Yeah. Someone who's transitioned from female to male, they've. They're buff as they're really like worked out. You can see the scars where they've had their breasts removed and stuff. It's very, very, it's a male. Hmm. They are a male now. Let's be respectful to those. And she's like, see, it can be done. It can be done and it can be convincing. And then she goes on to why Bill Hicks looks exactly like a woman. Doesn't at all. But she says stuff like uh, he has a female jawline, a female form. He's got a very female looking body with a male head on top. Okay. But then she goes on to talk about why his head looks like a female's head. Right. Um, no Adam's apple. Or when you do see the Adam's apple, it's weird. Yep, no, that's good. I'd, that's good I'd like to just point out that, you know, Bill Hicks and Alex Jones are both were kind of stocky blokes. Yep. I don't have an Adam. You can't see my Adam's apple. Don't, I can, but it looks weird. No, yeah, kidding. Well, you know, <laughs> goes through her whole thing. His hairline is a feminine hairline. Yep, classic His signal. beard is a classic... Trans beard. Yeah, it's a classic female beard. Yeah, yeah classic female to male beard. 
She goes on and on and on. And we can take that and apply the same things to Alex Jones because they're the same person. Touche. Alex Jones is not only a lizard, he is a trans woman. He's a lady lizard. Lady lizard. Lady lizard. Anything else on? Oh, yeah, mate. he does. He's got pages and I've pages. Got pages and pages yeah, of notes. But I write them in such a cooked, frantic way that I don't like. Can I can I go on to one that I came across? Yeah. yeah uh, a couple of things that I, I missed about Waco. Uh, one thing I missed about Waco, um, apparently Hillary ordered Waco I came across during this. Right. Even though she wasn't in any position of power at the time, she did it. Alex Jones does harp on quite a bit about the Clintons being murderers, right? Oh, yeah, the whole Clinton murderer thing. Um, they're all Satanists. That's, that's, there's a rich fan in there we should tackle another time, I think. Yeah. Um, but he apparently is a disinfo agent and uh, uh, works for the FBI or the CIA. And I did get something on that. Mm. Um, one of his producers worked for Stratfor. Okay. Who, which is, I don't know if you remember, like a few years ago, WikiLeaks mm. published a whole bunch of their uh, like internal emails and things. Military contractor. Sort Defense of. contractor? Not, they're, they're like a, a private intelligence hmm. agency, sort of. Okay. So they do like reports on like political situations, which you can subscribe to their like emails and you can get a little, you know, I want to know what the go, what the situation is in Turkey or wherever, wherever hmm. my business interests are. Hmm. Uh, and they will sort you out with that. They've got, They'll read the local papers. I think sometimes they have people on the ground. Mm. There was a bit of controversy in Australia because I think there were like some ministers or like senators who were like strat for human intelligence okay. sources. Right. Like they would call them up and be like, oh, what's the situation inside the Labor Party at the moment with yeah, all of this? Yeah. And there was like some Labor senator who was like, yep, no worries. I'm going to buy me a coffee. <laughs> we're going to knife the Prime Minister. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the people that worked there actually did go on to be a producer for Alex Jones, which is, I guess, when if like your interest is in that area, yeah, like there's only so many jobs that you can do. The yeah, yeah, that. like people that work within the media, yeah, end up working for different media organisations. These two are spurious, is that the right word? Not great media organisations. Well, one of it's not really. Stratford's pretty legitimate. It's not, it's not a media org. It's well. Depends it's, on what you want to call legitimate. They do like shitty reports on yeah. what's going on in the world. Okay. And Alex Jones does like cooked reports on what's going on in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the same industry. Yeah. Um, so the one video calling him and saying he's a distant foe agent said that he, um, one of the bits of evidence was the points. He uses his fingers to point to deflect a lot. Right. He's talking, he points. Pew, pew. Uh, I don't really know what that proved. Yeah. Uh, what it was deflecting from. Um, and then the video just goes into some Ron Paul stuff for like 10 minutes because <laughs> Ron Paul, um, libertarian libertarian politician in the US who is a big fan and I think he's been on the Alex Jones show a bit. Yeah. But he, as part of the Ron Paul stuff they were showing, um, was just like him and Ronald Reagan like shaking hands yeah. and like a signed postcard of like, to Ron, keep your chin up, bucko. Like really generic postcard and it was just like, Know, eerie music, yeah. As this was sort of proving something, and then it showed Charlie Sheen stuff. Remember when Charlie Sheen went off the deep end and yeah. started doing drugs and partying started and started doing drugs? Oh, you know, sorry, doing drugs publicly on the internet and streaming it on the internet, yeah. 
and I think Alex Jones got involved somehow. And I, by this point, I just got a lost interest in this video. It didn't really, didn't really, <laughs> it wasn't compelling. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, listeners, the things we do for you, but then apparently we didn't even do it. Ah, uh, yeah. I, we could be doing a lot more. There are some long, bloody videos out there. Do you want me to give you a rundown on what Russians vids says about this? I reckon we should take a short break. Okay. And we should come back and, and get and in some Russian vids. Cut loose on Russian vids. All right. All right. Salty, what's the what's the real scoop on Alex Jones? Russian vids has sorted you out, hasn't he? He so, has. Well, I mean, look at this, right? My notes start here. They go over here. They go here and here. And there's like 33 with orange triangles around it, like four times in here. Is so this we're, your, you're in for a fucking roller coaster is this ride. Is second notebook for the show? Well, my, my, my first notebook is in my guitar case. Okay. And I haven't taken it out of there yet. So this one was in my bag. I had to start it. So How have you gotten so far into this notebook? Because I make notes, all right? <laughs> He's a note-taking kind of guy. Now, Russian vids. Well, uh, but you're like halfway through that book. Yeah, I'm up to the bloody. You only used it for like pages. two or three shows. Yeah, no, I'm. I write a lot of notes. I don't well, refer to them that much, but I like to know that they're there. Yeah. So if I have to refer back, or I ever need some cooked content for something, yeah, I've got some notes. Yeah. Russian vids conspiracy theorist that we've talked about in the past on YouTube, yeah. and he makes a lot of videos, doesn't he? He does. Likes his wrestling. He likes his wrestling. He so he is. Is he one of the transvestigation people as well? I think he's in the mix there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't go into it as much as this. He he does go heavily on Alex Jones's Bill Hicks, and let me just start working my way through these okay. things because he, it's <laughs> it's Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. Both of them are tools of the NWO. It's all tied back to Freemasonry and all this kind of stuff. And he's no doubt he's all over the place. Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. He makes mention of the moles and the teeth thing. He says that photo of Alex Jones showing his teeth is actually mockery. Oh, he did it on purpose. He did it on purpose so that people can go, whoa, look, he's he's Bill Hicks. And he's going, fucking damn right I am. And what are you going to do about it? Yeah. I'm an elitist. What would we do about it? Yeah, nothing, there's nothing we can do about there's it. Nothing. Yeah. All you can do is say that he's Bill Hicks and yeah. it's like, well, no, Bill Hicks is dead and Alex Jones is alive. You're just a madman. And yeah. what? What bearing does that have on anything as well? Like, yeah, nothing. It doesn't. But that's why they're rubbing it in our face. Okay. Okay. Like a puppy in poo. He shows a bunch of videos of Alex Jones doing different voices mm-hmm. in different videos. So he showed him a video at a club and he's like, eh, beep, 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 saying all this stuff. And it's like his gruff thing is just another voice. It's all fake. Yeah. All of that's fake. Shows some videos of how uh, he's talking with someone about how Bill Hicks was killed. Mm-hmm. It's like, how did the government kill Bill Hicks? And he's like, oh, maybe... They gave him some orange drink. Think about it, Robbo. Orange is the only colour that equals 33 in numerology. Okay. Should have, I should have remembered that. Throwing it in our face. Yeah. Orange equals 33 in numerology. Highest degree of masonry, masonry in the Scottish blah, blah, blah. All that shit um, that Russian bids goes on about. Yeah. Just let me skip ahead. There was one of the products that uh, Alex Jones was flogging for a while there was Beyond Tangy Tangerine. Yep. Orange oh, drink. That is orange They're drink. orange drinks. Pool. Let's fucking blow your mind with that one and I'll go back. If you have a tangerine drink company, I feel yeah. like Bill Hicks is a weird uh, – sorry, Alex Jones is a weird choice yeah. for a 
beyond tangy. Also, tangerine. at the same time, he was selling tang, tangy tangerine. He was selling a, a water filter that was supposed to remove lead, arsenic, and mercury from your water. Three of the ingredients in Beyond Tangy Tangerine were lead, arsenic, and mercury. Were they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was did, another, that did that was, answer your question, Robert? <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> that was another video. That wasn't in the Russian video. Send scene. us your used filters <laughs> <laughs> to Beyond Tangy Tangerine. Yeah. But that's why they were selling it on the Alex Jones show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would also I'd also note that those filters that remove arsenic, lead, and whatever weren't removing fluoride, yeah. which is very telling. So there's an interview with someone called Max Kaiser, and on the camera. They, t- they, they joke about how the f- how Alex Jones is Bill Hicks and they he does his whole thing where he goes, oh, I am Bill Hicks. Yeah. Mm. More mockery. Yeah, Max Kaiser's like a uh, Russia Today guy. Right. Bill Hicks was born in 1961, died in 1994, which is 33 years. Okay. He, did, yeah. it wasn't, yeah, he okay. was 32 when he died. Yeah. But he hadn't had a birthday yet. That's 33 years. Yeah. And he did have his birthday that year. Just was he dead. was just dead. Oh, no, he was just Alex Jones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was turned one. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Jones was apparently born in 1974. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be 41. Yep. Russian Vids asks, does he look like a 41-year-old man? No. No, he doesn't. He looks much older. Bill Hicks would have been 54, which is how roughly how old you would think Alex Jones looks. So, you know, give or take. Yeah, yeah. No. Now, he shows some video of, of Bill Hicks on stage doing his yelly, screamy thing and mm-hmm. then play some audio of Alex Jones yelling and screaming and the audio, the two voices sound pretty much identical. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that one. They do. They sound yeah. quite the same. Yep. Uh, then he he brings in his uh, – oh, also Alex Jones equals 33 in numerology. Yep. So that's like – Does Bill Hicks? We could have started there. I'm not sure if Bill Hicks does. I don't no, know. They probably have to change it. Oh, they're like, why did we call this character Bill Hicks? Yeah. It doesn't add up. Yeah. yeah. That was a massive oversight. Yeah, so let's knock him off after 33 years and start Alex Jones at 33. And then they got his birthday wrong and did it a bit early. Yeah. Fucking incompetent. So Russian Vids, as we mentioned, likes wrestling. Now there's a video where one of Alex Jones' guys is being interviewed by the police. He gets pulled up because he's out somewhere and they're like, show me some ID. He's videoing this, the Alex Jones guy. The guy, yeah. yeah. So a cop's looking at his ID and he's going, oh, so you work for Time Warner. You work for Time Warner. And he's like, no, I work for Alex Jones. But it's like his his ID card apparently had him down as a Time Warner staff member. Did you see the Time Warner? No, you just see the cop reading it trying to ask him. cop asks you for ID, you give them your license. Your license. You don't like, give them your Time Warner card. You might give them your – if you're a journalist or, you know. What was, this, what was the scenario behind the stop? I'm not sure. Okay. It would just, have been at some sort of event though. Yeah, he was at something in the cops. Oh, uh, okay. It wasn't something. like a it was probably over. was probably less of a give me your ID as a give me your credentials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. he's given him his media his pass. His media pass, which yeah. said Time Warner yeah. on it. Uh Russian Vid points out that Time Warner is owned by Ted Turner. Uh, Time Warner owns CNN and he says that Alex Jones is on CNN a lot. I don't know if that's a truth. I don't think he is anymore. No, right? I don't think that's true. <laughs> well, he might have been at the time on some sort of cook show on CNN or yeah, maybe. I don't know. But let's not uh, let's not get tied yeah, up on that. Well on it. Ted Turner, Ted Turner rather, famously former owner of WCW Wrestling. Yep. NWO. That's where they started. Yeah. Which we've done it we've done an episode on wrestling. Go back and watch uh, to- off the top rope. What was it called? It had a great name. You come up with a good one, Robbo. Yeah, for once. What? <laughs> All these names are great. Something off the top rope with yeah, the Yeah, something from the Illuminati top rope. Illuminati off the top rope. Illuminati yeah, off the top rope, yeah, something yeah. like that. So 
Ted Turner's, you know, he's down with the the wrestling and how things work. And and when you think of people such as Razor Ramon mm-hmm. and Diesel, yep, and Kevin Nash, yep, what do we know about these characters? Uh, they're both part of Degeneration X. They're all the same person. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and that's not even crazy. No, that's not even crazy. Wrestlers do it all the time. Yeah. You always have one wrestleman that becomes another wrestleman. Yeah. So it's not out of the realms of reality for Russian vids. Yeah. That <laughs> you catch it for Russian vids. For Russian vids. <laughs> that this person who was Bill Hicks. Yeah. yeah. It's just fucking time for a new character. They've just recast him. They've just recast him as Alex Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, who knows what's going to happen at some stage in the future. Could make him the great Sharkman or something. The great Sharkman. The, that could be the next one. The great new character that he's going to be playing. Got a little fin on his back. He does shark, his shark snap. Why is he a shark? I don't know. Because he's a wrestling. This is the kind of thing that happens in wrestling. Right. The I great. remember when we were on the break, you said you came up with this great Sharkman thing. You said you want to come up with something good. Yeah, no, I know. I, I panicked, yeah. okay? I panicked. Okay. Don't. Give the bloody listeners a peek behind the curtain of what happens on our breaks, Cam. <laughs> this is um, all bloody off the dome as far as they know. I wasn't paying attention to what you were talking about. I was like, what is he, t- shark? What is he talking about? So like if you watch and a lot of wrestling. I'm really disappointed that this is what it was. <laughs> if you watch a lot of wrestling, yeah. a shark character is within the realms of the kind of shit characters that come Okay, up. what else are they going to do? I don't about? remember a shark character ever being a wrestler. Well, exactly. Yet. I wasn't going to pick an existing How one. Shark? All you'd have to do is like turn it upside down and go to sleep. Yeah. You drag it backwards. Drown. <laughs> Punch it in the nose. Punch it in the nose. <laughs> that happened to a human anyway. <laughs> Punch anything in the nose, it's going to hurt. Uh, salty. So clearly Bill Hicks is not going to play himself when he becomes Alex Jones. So he had to have yep. this new persona. Yeah. Um, the videos of him admitting he's Bill Hicks are all mockery. I think we've talked about that. Yep. Um, there's an interview with someone, Jerome Corsi, who has known him for years, known Alex Jones for years apparently. While they're talking in the interview, he just like off. He's talking blah 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 blah, and off the cuff, just refers to him as Bill. Yep. Blah blah blah, and Bill, you know, blah, 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 you know, like as if you know, if if we were say we were, me and you were out at the club, Robbo. Yep. And you were like, I'm going to pretend that I'm a dude called Art Vandalay. Yeah. And I'm an architect. That's my that's my story tonight. Can you not give away my secrets? So, and then. While we're talking to the to the ladies, yeah. I'm like, "Hey, Robo!" Like, ah, oh, I didn't want to know I was Robo. I'm not really an architect. Yeah, um, my name's Art. I'm oh. the great. I'm the great Sharkman in the wrestling. Yeah. It's like that. You know, Still just trying to make s- the shark. <laughs> just a slip of the tongue. Uh, Russian Vids also points out that Kevin Booth was with Bill Hicks at Waco, and he's now Alex Jones's producer. Yep. And Booth also talks about how he likes to put backmasking in a lot of his projects. What's a backmasking? Backmasking. Where oh, you, like you, you rewind messages it. Backwards yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So he's he's fucking down with the Satanists. And so Alex Jones does the backmasking. Uh, Booth, Kevin Booth. Does he? Does in a lot of his stuff apparently. Is that an intentional that. thing or? Yeah. Yeah, he puts it in there because it's, it messes with people. Yeah. Like it's cool. uh, this guy. Uh, sorry, when, uh, not so much intentional. Was that verified that he does that? That's what Russian Fid said. Okay. May as well be verified. May as well be gospel. Yeah. Uh, so CNN Center is on the 33rd parallel of yep. the earth. Another 33. Turner equals 33. Turner owns CNN and Bill Hicks and Alex Jones, which is 33. Yep. 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 Ted Turner, the inventor of Captain Planet, which often pushed a globist view of the earth. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's, that's fair. And... Joe Rogan, 
was friends with Bill Hicks. He's now continuing his friendship with Alex Jones. Yeah. It's like nothing happened. Rogan wouldn't have his UFC job if he hadn't sold out to the NWO. Yep. Yep. You'd think he would have got a job in wrestling. Yeah. Well, you know, they've, they've got their commentator. Man. That's true. That's true. Joe Rogan, a uh, big proponent of DMT. Oh, yep. Loves it. Loves a sneaky uh, float around in a, in a flotation oh, tank. Fucking Joe Rogan. So I like. How good a flotation tank? I love a flotation tank. Didn't realize it was a Joe Rogan thing. And like, so I'd mention, like, oh, I'm doing the flotation tank. It's really good. But like, oh, you're a big Joe Rogan fan. <laughs> I don't think so. What's this got to do with it? I hated Fear Factor. Yeah. No, I liked it. Everyone liked it. Oh, Love Fear Factor. Love flotation tanks. Does a conspiracy podcast. Yeah. As if yeah. you don't love Joe Rogan. Yeah, right. You're just modeling yourself on Rogan, aren't you? Oh, I'm getting super. Buff and doing MMA. You know what I loved? This is just an aside on Joe Rogan. Yeah. After Fear Factor finished the first time, I always remember hearing interviews with Joe Rogan where he was just like, I fucking hated that job more than anything and I was so baked the whole time I did it. It was the worst job I've ever had. I had to get fucking stoned as to do it, blah, 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 blah. Then like a few years later, they're like, we're bringing the Fear Factor back. What do they do? Get on the phone to Joe. Come and host it again. What does Joe do? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm there. <laughs> so what you're saying is he's a shill. Yes. A seller. But um, doesn't everyone think that? I don't know. I don't know what to think of him. The, yeah. the thing about Joe Rogan though, he's, he's big into DMT and Alex Jones has a whole thing that like all of these elites are into DMT. Oh, yeah. And that they're like, I don't know. I don't know if, he, if he's like, oh, this is just how degenerate they are or if he's like, and they're having secret DMT meetings on the other plane mm. of existence mm. with the Clockwork Elves. But isn't it weird that, like, he accuses the elites of being into this and Joe Rogan is massively into it. And they're buddies. And they're buddies. Yeah. You got anything else from Russian bits? <sighs> That's about it. That's, where, yeah. That's where I tapped out I like, Russian You bits. got into capital letters on this last page. Just because I, lo- like, I love this quote. We don't want Pepsi with baby flavouring. Is that an Alex Jones quote? Yeah, it is, yeah. (laughs) I want to go to space. (laughs) He does have, and like, that's the weird thing. You think based on the coverage he's getting that he's probably somewhat legitimate and has some less crazy theories, but then you actually look at stuff that he says, he's insane. Like like he legitimately thinks they're putting baby flavour in Pepsi in some way. He thinks that Hillary is a demonic Satan Murderer. He yeah. Think, yeah, he thinks he's an actual demon, right? Yeah. Yeah, because the world's being fucked up by demons and aliens who are working together to yeah. fuck us over. So, like, the, the legitimization of him or the mainstreamification yeah. uh, is kind of weird. I guess the thing is, it's like, firstly, when you've been doing this cooked radio show and television show for, like, 20-plus years mm-hmm. where you have to every day... <laughs> Have to come up with a new fucking crazy thing. Yeah, yeah. It adds up. Yeah. So it's like if you take it all in totality, yeah. you, you know, look really crazy. Yeah. And it's like who has time to watch it all? But there'd be heaps of stuff where he's like, I'm not on that anymore. Or he just moves on. I think at the base of it, his belief system is based on that, like that original thing that there's a, a conspiracy of elites. And then there's like this religious thing that they all have on top of it, which is that the elites are Satanists. Mm. I saw a video of him on the BBC. It went mm. viral a few years ago. Have you guys seen this one? They got him on to talk about the Bilderberg group and him and another guest and he just was shouting over the other guest 
and the host is just like, you've got to let him talk. Yeah. And he just went further and further and just started screaming and the host is just like, oh, man, this is weird. You're the worst interview I've ever had. You're silencing me. He's like, why would we invite you on? Yeah. We're not trying to sign. You know, it's it's just, I don't know what he was claiming. And like by the end, the the host did it to camera just like, Trying not to laugh and doing like the crazy twirly finger. Yeah, right. like we've got to we've got to wrap this shit up, and you can just hear Alex screaming in the background. Turn me off! Did he whip his shirt off? No, he, he might have. He wasn't on camera. Um, it would have been great if he did because we all know that it's yeah, fucking awesome seeing him with no shirt. I can. Yeah, but the, uh, the, shut up. <laughs> the, the other the other thing I was gonna say though is the yeah, like in totality, everything is like cooked. But in terms of like his mainstreamification, I think it's more that the mainstream has just gotten more cooked. Yes. To match him rather yeah. than he's become like the whole, everything just shifted crazily. And like Trump is like, Trump was an aberration. Mm-hmm. Trump was elected, you know, largely because the Democrats fucked it up. Mm-hmm. But it was still, we had to get, Society had to get to the point where it could happen. Yep. It just wasn't supposed to happen yet. And, yeah, the interesting thing, like, the French elections just happened and mm. a lot of the political discourse around that was, like, fascists versus globalists. Yeah. And that's how it's painted by a lot of people. Like, and the fact that even a French election is really even big news in Australia um, shows how, I guess, tense everything is at the moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was the, the French election was supposed to be a shoe in for Macron. Mm. But I think uh, it's pronounced Macaron. <laughs> Macaroon? But, uh, Macaroon, sorry. Yeah. It was one of those things where, you know, all of the polls said it's going to be shoe in for him. And we're like, well, we've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we yeah. heard that a few months ago. Yeah. yeah. And there's a crazy fascist running against him. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, the fascist didn't win. Yeah. And so we get to have the result that we were supposed to have in America. Mm where the fascists didn't win and then we could get back to the business of being reminded of how shit neoliberals are. Yes. <laughs> Except it's in France yeah. and no one cares. French people do. I like France. Good country. They make good wine. Don't know if you guys have knew anything about that. Not a wineman. Not a no. wineman? No. No, we're beermen. Oh, okay. Well, you we should try a wine for France. Listen, you should listen to our craft beer podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Whale of a Tail. <laughs> do we have anything more to add on Alex Jones? I don't think so. No. Oh, can I recommend, if you don't know much about Alex Jones, there's a, a few like best of Alex Jones on the internet, oh, yeah, on the old yeah. YouTube. It's just kind of his highlights of him ranting. Brilliant. Oh, so good. Also look up um, like Alex Jones and Vic Berger. Oh, yep. Vic Berger's like a video artist. He's yep. done some great compilations. Look up Vic Berger just in general. Yeah. Uh, he does a lot of good good stuff. Have we any updates? No. In general. Housekeeping, PK's still cooked AF. Made a few videos about bits and pieces. Yeah. Uh, there was a shooting. I don't know anything about it, but there was a shooting at a pool party. Okay. You guys across this? No, in the States. In the States. A shooting in America? Yeah, there was a party and I think someone shot at someone in a, at a pool, a, a fenced pool area. And there's video of everything happening, but the video looks away and then the police come and shot people in the pool party. Right. And it was apparently all bullshit, according to PK. I haven't really looked into it. <laughs> he's, he's, so you could be right. Yeah, probably. He's reposted a few truth bombs, as he calls them, from How I See the World. Yeah. About the British 
car attack and a couple of other things that have been going on. Get a new shtick. Now, not yeah, you. Yeah, no, no. There was a case a week or so ago about a couple, an anti-vaxxer couple, who stole their kid out of Lady Salento Hospital in Brisbane. Right. Yeah. You see that? Mm, yeah, I can't remember that. Massive anti-vaxxers. Uh, their kid was in getting treated, and yeah. they basically barged in and said, "Stop giving my child poison!" and whipped their kid out of the hospital and absconded with him. Yeah. Sparked a huge nationwide search for this couple because the kid was very sick. Um, he's got some sort of disability. He needs a lot of medicine. But they're super, super anti-vaxxers and they were treating him with cannabis oil. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so they've they've whipped him out of the hospital. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so there was a, a few videos about how the, the system's trying to poison this kid and these hero parents who tried to get their kid out of this poisonous environment have, uh, you know, why did the why did it spark such a huge manhunt? They were just taking their child out of a dangerous situation. It's like, well, no, they were against doctors' orders, removing their child from care that they figure the kid needed. And the kid, they eventually found the kid and the parents, and I think he went back to treatment. But it was like this huge thing all of a sudden, right? Um, so there was this guy from America. I didn't write down his name. PK relinked his video. He did the thing where he calls the authorities. So at the end of the article, there's a thing that said, anyone with information called this number. So he rings up and goes, I've got some information. Did you know that vaccines are pumping shit into kids and giving them <laughs> autism? And she's like, uh, you're talking to the wrong person. This is the police. And he goes, yeah, the number says anyone with information, I've got information for you. And he's trying to ram this anti-vaxxer stuff down. And she's like, no, 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 no. Anyone with information on their whereabouts of these people that's what the number's for. You're misinterpreting the the purpose of the number. He's like, no, it says anyone with any information, I'm trying to tell you information. Did you know that this poison, and she's just like, no. Look, and she's like, yeah, all these stupid people like you, you stupid person, you don't get it. And she's like, and she eventually just shuts him down. She's like, now you're claiming to be a very, very intelligent person. You've grossly misunderstood the meaning of this number <laughs> and he's like blah, blah, blah. and she just goes I'm terminating this call and hangs up on him and he's like see they're just trying to like shut down this information about how poisonous vaccines are if he actually had information it would be you know somewhat better than having no information yeah which he has yeah he had none and it's like maybe someone who if this was still while it was happening what if someone was with actual information was trying to get through and this cooked unit's just trying to rant down the <laughs> phone to this woman about anti-vax. But that was that was a thing that was on PK's channel. And I thought it was a bit of a local anti-vax thing that happened over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I didn't see this. Also, in the news this week was Prince Philip. Oh yeah, who, uh, as we yes. know, from our episode about the uh, World Wildlife Fund, yes, uh, <laughs> is a lizard. Yeah, lizard eugenicist. Yeah. And he died, right? Wasn't that the big news? Wasn't everyone on the knife's edge because he was clearly dead? Yes. Didn't every news agency in the world just get completely worked up because we were sure that it, the announcement was going to be that he was dead? Except, Has, have except, you seen except anything? Except for TVNZ, they got the scoop and all the British journos were like pissed off. Like, why would, why would they tell New Zealand ahead of Great Britain? That's obviously not true. And then it came out that he wasn't dead and TVNZ were right. Yeah, it was Suck it, cause bloody some, auntie. Some guy at TVNZ used to work for the royal family or something. So they're like, oh, actually, it turns out they would have connections. Has anyone? We'll have to look into this. Surely there are people who are like, it doesn't make sense that they would have like this midnight meeting. 
yeah. to announce that he was retiring. Also, did anyone think he was doing anything anyway? It's like he's retiring from things. Oh, okay, what? Yeah. Like just going to places. And is it – did he just wake up in the middle of the night and go, oh, Queen, I need to make an announcement. I've just decided something and she's just gone – Ding, ling, ling, ling. And the <laughs> dudes come in and they've sparked this massive call out. Just put up the lizard signal. Yeah. Put up the vroom and it goes out <laughs> to the sky. Now, a few years ago, if at 3 a.m. the Queen called all her staff into a meeting before the world was so connected as it is, yeah. we wouldn't have known, we wouldn't have cared, we would have found out the next day that Prince Philip was resigning mm-hmm. from all of his things, right? There was an article a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago, about what's going to happen when the London Bridge goes down or whatever. It's it was like a big. It's it was, all about it's all about the protocol of when the queen when dies. the queen dies. Oh, okay. It was too was, long to read in entirety. It was right. massive. But I was going to say because they're basically on the fairy tale or the, the the children's song. No, 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 no nursery rhyme. But that's like that was a code. Ah, yeah, the London okay. Bridge. London down. Bridge is down. Right, and it went into what's going to happen. You know. The media, all all British radio will be replaced by BBC One radio and the person is going to say a specific phrase and the nation's just going to go into massive mourning and all about the media lockdown that would go on around it. Right. And it's like, okay, that's really cool. And I read like maybe half of it and I was like, yeah, this is great. But then I was like, there's way too much left of this to be of any interest. <laughs> but it's like... Yeah, that's cool and that's really great and that's like super high spy shit that, you know, all this fucking lockdown stuff. They wanted to make one mundane announcement yeah. and it spent the whole world fucking went into turmoil yep. and tailspin about what was going to happen to the royals. What's going to actually happen when she dies and they have to put this into place? Everyone's gonna, Is it going to be a cries wolf thing? Well, the thing with the London Bridges Down is it's supposed to all be so smooth. So we should have known that no one was dead because yeah. it was all – Chaos, but given that he's not dead, mm-hmm. no one's dead mm-hmm. apparently. People, yeah. Some people are dead. And given that the, this idea that they had to have a 3 a.m. meeting to discuss him stepping down from public duties is obviously bullshit, mm. what happens at 3 a.m. when you're a bit of an older man? Get up, got to go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. A few drops come out. Yeah. Bloody prostate. Some fucking scullery maid has been walking through the halls and she's seen him walking along in his nightgown, a little bit of a tail hanging out the back. Yep. Oh. As if that's not what's happened. Yeah, I thought ghost, but no, that makes more sense. And they're like emergency meeting. Yeah. We've got to like prep the world for the bloody outing of Prince Philip as a lizard. Yeah. And then what? And then they've bloody knocked her off and they're like, oh, well, how are we going to explain this meeting? Oh, he's stepping down. Yeah. Who's going to believe it? Oh, well, they've seemed to have fallen for it. Sheeple that they are. Meanwhile, they're out trying to find some new Aryan princess to marry off to... Harry or something so they could get the DNA back in the bloodline. Yes, yes. Like, I'm sure they had to crank up the chemtrails that day to make us fall for it, but still. Did you look at the sky that day? I didn't. No, I didn't either. That's no. They got us. And actually, I don't have any bloody apricots on my apricot tree. Oh, fuck. There you go. Well, where can people find us online? You can find us uh, hypotheticalinstitute.com. Yep. On iTunes, f- Facebook, Yep. Twitter. Go on the iTunes, download it, give us a rating, yep. give us a review. We love reviews. Oh, fuck, I love reviews. I love reviews. You know when I refresh the bloody iTunes page and there's a new review there, Yeah, I, I yelp like a little girl. That's yeah. the first thing I do. Yeah. Then I take a screenshot of it and I send it to you guys. Yeah. And usually you go, oh, yeah, we read that. And I'm like, why the fuck didn't you tell me? Because <laughs> we want you to have that joy that you, uh, you always have. Yeah. Um, well, I think we've only got 10 fully-fledged reviews and 12 ratings. So 
that amount, the amount of times that's happened is not that many. So How many episodes have we done now? This will be 13? 13. Lucky for some. Yeah. 13 of these and on average we're getting like a few hundred downloads and we've only had 12 ratings on iTunes. If you're one of those 270 whatever that didn't, haven't done it, yeah, do it. Do it. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, you slackers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cam? You can find me at Sexenheimer on Twitter. You can find my other podcast, Gather Around Me, on iTunes and Facebook. I am at Saltmarsh on the Twitter and Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on the Facebook. Uh, at Ale of Time everywhere on the internet and aleoftime.com for my website and podcast. Yeah, that thanks. was a good one. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Don't worry about a thing. Whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Ooh, Don't worry about a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11 But he also keeps the planes out in Area 51 Which... Let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing. Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just...